You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast. The transfer window has slammed shut. It is three minutes past midnight in Greece. Twitter's been on fire today, Instagram, socials. We've been pushing the refresh button every two minutes to see if we've brought in a wing back. No wing back has come in today. Guys, welcome. I'm joined by Labros Irmos, my co-host, and Steve Kuduru, Gate 7 International blogger. Stephen, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure. I'm going to ask the guest, what are your immediate reactions now that the window shut? I think from everything that has been talked about over the last week or two, with numerous names being brought up in the centre-back position and the wing-back position and to get no one of any note is a bit disappointing, in my opinion. We obviously... We brought in um, Lambro. You're gonna have to remind me the name of that Polish boy again. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I mess it up every. I literally. <sighs> is it? Does it start with the R or is it the A? Because I literally never remember. Is it Krabovnik? It's. I think it's Karbovnik. Or yeah. Is it Karbovnik or is it Krabovnik? Karbovnik, Michal Karbovnik. People. That's it. That's it. Okay, so, the, the so it's, him, not who, you know, it's not he, crab. He's obviously not going to be a first team player, in my opinion, unless something dire happens to either side of, of, of the fullback position. But yeah, I, I mean, all of our targets just have gone to other clubs and it's just a bit disappointing. And then the news about Dimitri Siobas came out today as well, which I imagine we'll talk about a bit more later. But yeah, then there was excitement about, oh, he's a free agent. We're going to sign him now. Uh, nothing so far but then the free agent window hasn't closed yet so there's every possibility he could still come in so to, yeah just to touch on a point that you made sergio escudero who we were linked with he signed for granada on a free transfer he was available apparently pedro martins didn't see him in his plans um Mauasa, who we were targeting from ren has signed with club rouge for a whopping 5 million euro we were apparently offering three and the other one that we were looking at frederick gilbert has gone back to strasbourg on loan so he's gone back to where he was at the end of last season um there were some rumors yesterday about jan valerie from southampton but then that was quickly denied by the club despite a football insider source that came out yesterday so, gents, no, no wing-backs. Uh, that leaves us with Oleg Ryabchuk on the left, Kenny Lala on the right. And then for those of you that watched 
the discussion or episode 110 and the deep dive on Mikhail Karbovnik, to us, there's a big question mark whether or not wing back is his best position. Um, so, so there we are, guys. Um, what, what, are, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, thoughts right away. Um, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think a wing back was going to come in tonight. So, not really too upset. The wing backs we were linked to are quite shit. So, would they have really done anything? I'd rather just roll with i like this yeah vodanjelovic out is worth more than that was late breaking news too i thought we were gonna get out i literally texted everyone i was like how does he get away with it it's like almost murder he was gonna get away with another three months but no he did not god imagine he's off to spain and he could be sold as well anyway i'm i'm ecstatic 10 out of 10 so happy with that (laughs) it like made my evening as well i was (laughs) Zafir up 05, Labro's already given you his answer. Labro on a scale of yeah. one to then, how happy are you? I was literally, I, I was just disappointed. I was like, no outs for Hassan, no outs for Lazar. This is quite shit. I almost cared more about outs more than I cared about ends because the team is just so bloated with like Drager's example. Costa, I know you went on um, a new cat, Nottingham Forest group and talked about Drager. It's good to see him gone as well. Um I didn't tell uh, them that, but I didn't tell him he was good either. But I definitely didn't say it was nice to see him. No, but (laughs) uh, yeah. So I don't I don't know. Um I I I don't have much to say, everyone. I like it almost was as expected. Chumich will be playing in my lovely country here in Switzerland. Maybe I'll go down and check him out. Um go to Luzerne Servet game, Servet FC. But yeah, no, I think I'm pretty happy. To be honest, I'm not like people are like, this is the worst. We don't have fullbacks. We're fucked. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think Oleg is getting better, guys. I I'm perfectly fine rolling into the season with him. Um uh and Karbovnik can Karbovnik can play um the the left back as well. So I'm not too worried about it. Lala, like this is just the last opportunity for Kenny Lala. There's no excuse now. He's the day in, day out starter. We'll see how that goes. So am I disappointed a bit? But also the free transfers. I have a gut feeling we're going to sign Jose Halebas. And I don't know why. I'm just, I have a gut feeling it could Hot happen. Take. Hot take. I, I think he's, we could. I think there's a. Lady. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe we can DM him. We can we've DM'd him in the past. We'll see what he'll say. Not very. Yeah. No, but I I I do want to address something because on the last podcast we we had Costadinos Lianos on the show, and one of the discussions that we had was about how how our transfer policy is basically a little bit hard to understand. Um, we've been you know we've lost Costas Simigas more than a season ago now. Um, Omar Al-Abdalawi's gone. Uh, Rafinha didn't work out for us. Drager didn't work out for us. Kenny Lala was brought in as a January signing. We still haven't seen the best out of him later. We have no choice now to give him more time. He's an Olympiacos player, so we have to we have to get behind him. 
There was a weird story that came out today about Lille apparently looking to sign him and they were waiting for us to sign another right back so they could make a move today. That makes me question really where where Kenny's head's been at this entire this entire preseason coming into the, the beginning of the league. And I I do hope that now that the season will will start that the transfer window shut his head is in one place and that he his focus will be on Olympiacos and we can finally see a player that was considered one of the best right backs in France. Uh, not, and that's not the kind of statement that you make lightly. So I hope we see the best out of him. I worry in terms of cover to an extent, uh, though, as we've said, Kabov and it can play on the left and on the right. Uh, I agree with you about Oleg. I think um, I think he can improve, but what does worry me about Oleg is that he doesn't have somebody dedicated, like a dedicated left back, to push him to improve, to have competition, uh, to have a more experienced player next to him that will really push him to put in those extra hours at training. Um, that's that's my that's my worry let's say that's what i'm disappointed about but otherwise it is it is what it is in terms of the wing backs uh, steven what do you think well i'm i'm with you on the oleg thing because as good as he is and he is improving and we've seen that in more recent games like you always need competition because that's what pushes you further to be on top of your game every single match without fail. And when you have Karbovnik, who, as we've established, may not even be at, at the fullback position, depending on what Pedro Martins wants to use him for. And then after that, it's Apostolopoulos, who may not even be in the first team. It depends if he's in the B team or not. I don't know if that's been made clear or not uh, so far. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a situation where he's going to have to keep that mentality for the whole of this season, more or less, unless we sign someone in January, if Pedro Martins deems that we need someone, or, or as Lambro has kind of made the hot take, if we sign Holebas, which arguably wouldn't be the worst thing, you know, like he, it could be just another season where he will definitely be the certain like backup. He won't play very often. He won't play at centre back very often either. And he'll, but he'll be there for if Oleg has an off week or two, then. Holebas can come in and, and kind of take the load for him. Yeah, I think I, I saw this comment. Is Holebas fit? I don't think so. He likes team training. Yeah, he's been training by himself from what we understand. But I don't know when desperate times he knows the club, he knows the players, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm seeing this comment. What about Semedo? We really don't know anything about Semedo. It's a legal thing. I don't think the club touches Semedo unless there's a legal ruling that clears him of allegations. But that's another problem I was talking with a friend with. We've we knew we were gonna lose Semedo basically. He was up on the sale and now he's gone for other reasons and there's no replacement unless Siovas comes in. So I was and talking about no money. And there's Say no again. money from Semedo. And there's no money from Semedo. Exactly. No money from Semedo. So we're now looking at Ba, Sise, Markovic, and Socrates. If I'm not mistaken, that's... And Avram. And this kid, whatever that comes. And this kid and the, that we signed. And the child, so... <laughs> the child. 
the 19 year olds he, he doesn't young, look, yeah uh, he's never played like senior pro- professional football in his life so i don't know i really don't know i <laughs> i don't know i saw john say this see of us in some areas are free does the window matter no window doesn't matter we can sign them they're free agents but we need to register our team for Europa League by Thursday. So if we're going to make significant signings like Siovas, for example, it'll come before Thursday. My biggest fear going into this is we're going to see Socrates get injured, maybe Ba get suspended or someone, and we're going to end up with Jan and Via playing center back because Pedro Martins won't trust any of the other ones. Avram won't be fit. I have a dark fear that what happened at the end of last season is about to repeat itself because now we're short at the center back position but yeah but that's that's what i was saying earlier today is that if you if you take socrates for example you know at one point he's gonna he's gonna have some injury problems he's gonna need to rest and siovas is a player that can come in with experience he knows the team he knows i mean he knows the club he knows the dressing room he knows the expectations he's i think he's improved massively since he's gone out to spain like we saw him he's got like six percent body fat or something ridiculous uh, I keep reading people saying, oh, he's too slow and he can't play with Socrates. I don't think the idea is to play with Socrates, guys. Uh, you can play uh, Siovas with Cisse or with Bar or one of the two with, with one of the African players. Uh, both of them are fairly, you know, fairly quick on their feet. So I think you've got two two solid defensive partnerships there. And let's not forget as well, we might see we might see three at the back. In European games, who knows? Uh, away to Frankfurt, so let's let's keep few of us in mind going going into Thursday. For me personally, I think it would be a dumb move. I just think it's a no-brainer for me to sign him. Uh, I don't love our central defender partnerships, to be honest. This is a take I've been holding on. We don't. Adi always talks about like Semedo is the quarterback. He's the ball playing center back. You know, few of us the same. Few of us is similar. Markovic is similar, but I'm just like, I'm I'm trying to do pairings in my head, and I just don't love them to be honest. I, Socrates with Cisse, I really don't enjoy as a pairing because neither of them can pass the ball extremely well. Um, and then Socrates, I guess, with Markovic, but is Markovic fast enough to cover for Socrates as Cisse and Bar? I don't know. So I just think. Semedo's loss, and I, I, I see people. I, I saw this. Semedo isn't gone one hundred percent. If he won't go in prison, he'll be back. If he, yeah, like if he doesn't go to prison, who knows? I, I you can't count on Semedo coming back right now. It's all up in the air. Yeah, I, no, I don't. But it, 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 the, the road, the road to return is nine. Slim to none. I just Slim to none. Can't see how he returned. he was gone anyway. He was gone anyway. He was gone anyway, and now yeah, and and the best of Sumedo we haven't had for a, a few months anyway. Going in, even like going into the playoffs last season, we didn't really have Sumedo at his best for most of it anyway. So listen, there's yeah. only one path I see where he comes back. One, he's exonerated. Two, Sumedo goes, holy shit! Like that was almost my career. Shit hit the fan. This is all hypothetical. If shit hit the fan, like I'm, I'm gonna refocus. Like fuck, I've been taking this for granted. No other team wants to buy him. We basically give him the third opportunity. He starts playing for us, and he starts showing at the level he was. That is the best case scenario, basically at this point. 
most other case scenarios are he's just fucked off with with a release on contract and if the allegations have any truth to them that should be the situation in my opinion but you you can't count on knowing him forest fans were asking about him earlier and they didn't when I was on their show, and they didn't know about what, what what's gone down the last couple of days. Oh, Jesus Christ. No I wonder if, I wonder the if they release him, if they release him and they send him off to Forest. He can't get a visa, though, in the UK. So uh, True, that was yeah. a problem with, with Wolves, apparently. And now I doubt it would be easier with, with the allegations. But... Also, like, uh, what's his name? The idiot. Uh, Yoga Kopoulos was, like, talking. He was like... Well, I wrote my story based on Semedo going. Everyone considered it done. Like, and then he was like, and then he was like, who would have known the work permit was denied by the UK and it screwed everyone? But my story was real bullshit, like usual from him. Like, what an idiot. I, I was watching him talk live. Tuto Bene. Tuto, go fuck your, what an asshole, man. Like, just unreal. Like, to write a story like that, I oh, just, man, I it's just embarrassing from him. Like, the guy should be not even allowed. Like, and you sit, I don't know how many of you guys watch this, but he's, like, sitting in this chair like this. Like, I'm the chief. I know everything. Like, he doesn't have a clue, one, about football, two, about what's going on in the team. And I just can't be asked listening to that guy anymore. Like Sport 24, which some of their stuff is quite good, should be embarrassed having him on one writing. Agi Bukamara, the next uh, Ingolo Kante, playing nowhere near the same positions. It's just embarrassing from him, from him and them at this point. Anyway, that's my rant about Yoga Kopolostan. It's been waiting for a long time. Steven, <sighs> did you want to add something? Just embarrassing. No, I'm just I'm I'm tired of the guy. The guy's a fucking clown. Like, and I I I think we're not gonna be reporting any stories he ever writes again because his credibility is gone. He's he's a joke. So and he writes for a good publication. That's a good publication, one of the better publications, I would say. So that's the problem though. Like you have to filter through all of the all this like the sewage of fake news to actually find anything credible and then by that point it's invalid news anyway because it's old or whatever it, it's, it's Steven, it shows badly on sport 24's editorial practices that they let yoga Coplos run with that story that manulas was for sure coming when we see now later it was stipulated i never said it was close like it's just shocking stuff. Shocking stuff. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we spend a lot of a lot of time during this summer talking about that, and uh, yeah, guys, you, yeah. You, you you know my opinion on this, and okay, we all got excited about it, but, but again, usually we can sift through the bullshit though. Like my bullshit media on Greek media is like here. Yeah. I've been reading this shit since I was very young, so I can tell what's BS and what's real. But Sport Twenty Four, when they report this. You assume there's some editorial standards that go into it. The Amadopoulos was on holiday. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I. It, that's enough of it. But like, they should be ashamed. That that's just my main point. Uh, back and back. Anyway, back to the matter. We're looking at a situation where we have four central defenders. I would love to have one more. The Silvas rumor. We tweeted about it and posted about it. It is not super strong that he's closed and signing. 
Um, I can't confirm anything. Of course, I can't confirm anything. We're just going to wait and see. I bet you he's looking, his agent's looking for offers from Spain as well. So, because why wouldn't he? So, Rayo Vallecano was linked with him, apparently. I yeah. mean, we'll see. Yeah. Osasuna, too, as well, apparently. Yeah. Also, this but, is interesting. But, but you, would, you, you would at least hope that Olympiacos is having discussions and they put an offer on the table. Yeah, in any form, in any format, at least like any communication of any kind with him. Because I think this is an important point that was raised, I think, by, by Labro. We don't have a ball playing centre-back. Uh, Markovic. Yeah, yeah, but Markovic can play the ball between the lines. From the li the little that we've seen, he can pass yeah. the ball. He's a football player. He can play football. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't. We know, we know that Pedro Martins is not the kind of coach that is easily going to throw Markovic into the team like that. Um, it's yeah. an, an interesting question: is whether or not Markovic is higher in the pecking order than than Usain Ubar right now. Um, Guys, don't forget there is a friendly this Friday. So we are actually, I don't think Markovic is on international duty. So we could see Markovic against Aris mm. on Friday. Is, is it televised? I haven't looked. Um, that's not. Um, I don't think not, it's going to be. That's not public, but I was told by a reliable source, friend of ours, that 90% it's going to be on Nova Sports. No, it's not. It's going to be on Mega. What are you talking <laughs> It's definitely going to be on Mega. Are you kidding? Are you... <laughs> By the way, I'll probably watch it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it as well. Uh, guys, if, you're, if you are watching, uh, hit a like, uh, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. More content. We're keeping it going. It's been a very, very busy summer. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button if you haven't followed us already on on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Check those pages out. Very interesting comment here from Sparos. My club in England, Tottenham, are apparently in talks to terminate Serge Aurier's contract. Maybe Olympiacos could get Aurier as a free agent. Wages will be astronomical. I don't know about you, Gosta, but having watched Serge Aurier since he joined Tottenham, he's it's the same thing he has the talent but it's the mentality and he switches off and he's such a cause for error and yeah. it's just like if it's like if we brought in tomato but as a fullback it's that's literally the maybe thing. not maybe not <laughs> not that, Is that a bit harsh that a bit harsh that's a bit harsh without the okay. history without the history whoa, yeah, oh no, whoa, exactly. whoa, whoa. it's without not far off on huh? surgery has had some big problems off the field as well huh yeah, but has, he was like, he hasn't, he's not. Wait, I don't want to mistake this, but I remember like he's from a tough part of France, I think, and like yeah. I mean, he may have lost a sibling and like a gang crime as yeah, well. Yeah, I think I, you're right. Some, something, yeah, something of that line. But it was just that I remember when he was so highly rated, and you know, when he joined PSG, and then he had loads of incidents there, and hence why Tottenham got him for cheaper than what a lot of people expected. But he just hasn't worked out there overall, and. You know he's behind Tanganga in the and um, Doherty in in the pecking yeah. order now. Yeah. So I don't think Olympiagos should touch a player like Aria, but yeah, it, his his wages are and his wages too. Yeah. His wages are far <clears> too <throat> high. Uh, I'm I think he'd, he'll probably get a move back to France. To be honest, um, yeah. Fetanos Maitland Niles isn't happening, mate. Uh, we've talked. He doesn't Arsenal want to play as a fullback. No, nah, but he Maitland Niles isn't happening. We he, tried though. We tried to get that deal to happen. 
we did try. <laughs> uh, but also, I just looked. Serge Aurier was like convicted of punching a police officer, That's so he seems like was. a nice guy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he seems nice. Greek enough. Greek fans probably like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i don't think that's happening um i wish we got in for like hector bayerin <sighs> love he, he, he we got a move last minute didn't he the betis, Real the betis. betis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. well out of all the, uh, yeah, the arsenal right backs are probably the one we we probably like the most but yeah the best really like tragic callum chambers i wouldn't even take over kenny lala and he's like they're starting right back like Cedric is just a Portuguese Kenny Lala, I feel. Tasafiropoulos, <laughs> don't don't bring up sore subjects, my friends. Yeah, uh, let's not talk about that. Kills me that we own a solid left back, yet we prefer to send him on loan. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it, it's le- legit that Kudris wants to play in Germany, but he doesn't want to come back. I don't know. Uh, we don't know what I... it is. Well, but I'm going to make been, a. That, that, that's been said in the media numerous times that he doesn't want to come back, that he wants to I've, stay out in Germany. I've said it before, and I think it's not a hot take. It's not a Lambra hot take. It's more like a tepid sort of warm take. I feel like once Martins leaves, uh, when his contract will inevitably will come to that natural end, I could I could see Gudris coming back then. That's that's the most likely outcome for me. Yeah, I could see it as well. That's a, that's a good take, not just a hot take. It's a good take. I um, yeah. Kind of one of those players I wish we could get in contact with, you know, have like a little interview with, talk on yep. the podcast. But yeah, that's that would be a difficult one to do. You know, you we could try. always try email some agents, slide into some DMs. We'll see what happens. But <sighs> I don't know, guys. Like I, I, I'm looking at the team, and I'm just again, we've been really screwed with like no games as well. But this is another gripe we have. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I, I don't know if Kenny Lala is finally going to show up. I don't know if it was a tragic decision not to sign another fullback. But to be honest with you, we're going to sign a fullback for 2 million euros. Are they really going to be that good? Like, give me a break, you know? I think, Let's... I think for the how much we signed him for, it was always going to be like a low-risk thing, even if he didn't turn out the way we wanted him to. Because... I, we, surely we're going to make a profit if we eventually have to sell Lala if it really doesn't work out. I'm still on. I'm still kind of on the Lala Teletubbies train. I hope he turns out all right. Uh, I I really want him to, but it, I hope he turns yeah. out fine. Yeah. But this is another comment. We may have to just trust some young players as well. Yeah. I, if Hassan goes out the door, Pinakas may be called on at certain points. Agibukamara, Algasimba. Uh, has had a bit of a stuttering point since his good preseason. Markovic, Kinkue, Tolakis. Like, what an insane B team backline that will be with yeah. uh, Kinkue and Kaloyeropoulos. Like, that is going to be better than most Super League 2 defenses, I, I find. And Tolakis in goal. Like, <laughs> there could be some, some good clean sheets from that. But, anyways. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I, I I really just think like at this point it it seems like it could have been a mistake to have um not renewed Olebas, but at the time it seems like it was his decision as well. So Olibiakos Pier says we need a new Yorgatos and Torosidis. Well, we uh, had one. Cosas Chimicas. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Well, yeah, you're you're just hurting me now. 
I'm thinking about Jorgatos, man. Just no, one of my favorite players of all time. Anyway, um, Galis, Galispera to all the listeners from, from Greece as well. I see a few in the chat there. Yeah. Should we do a little transfer roundup, guys? Because I think I think we focused so much on the wing backs the last the last week, ten days in particular. I think we need to go back to the beginning. So what, it's been what, a good window. Like we're we're sitting here, a lot of people are complaining as well, but it was a really good window. It was Mari Kamara did not leave. Like, can we say that? how the how the hell did Mari Kamara not leave Olympiacos? That's like, a good. That, that, can we actually a... step back and realize how incredible that is? <clears throat> That's it's um, huge. It's there's, huge. There's, there's huge. There's another question in there, which is: Is that a good thing? Well, sometimes you should, think should, you got to sell on a high. Yes, yeah, exactly. Should we be selling them at their peak? Uh, and is Maddy is Maddy happy that he's staying? Uh, Lord knows what kind of offers came in. I think it's rumoured that the highest offer we received was between 8 and 12 million. And we wanted at least 15. We were saying 20, but I think 15 we probably would have given him with some mm. kind of percentage. But w- what I do want to do, guys, is I want to read the list of players that have come in and the players that have come out. Um, and one thing I do want to remind everybody of is what are, what did we want? going into the transfer window and you can agree with me disagree with me we wanted a winger we wanted a winger that can come in and make a difference roma the drummer <laughs> kevin miralas is a free agent i don't think so mate uh third time lucky i don't think it's happening um we needed a winger and we knew that jose Sar was going so we needed a keeper the policy on the wing backs via the reports that we were getting was that we wouldn't be signing wing backs immediately, but we would give a chance to Oleg and to Kenny Lala to show what they have during the preseason and the first games of the qualifiers. And then the discussion about the wing backs really started to heat up. Um, would you agree with that? Stephen, that round that roundup more or less in terms of the policy. Yeah, I think there was also an air of like a replenishment of the midfield as well, which is what I think when when we go through it, we'll see did actually happen to a certain extent because obviously there was a lot of new people wanting Thiago Silva and Pepe, especially Thiago Silva to kind of leave. And after preseason, it was evident that they weren't up to scratch, and so they were they were mo- they were moved on, and we brought in. I think fairly decent replacements you know these are good these are some fairly decent midfielders we brought in and some more for the future and some more for the now and um and as we've said you know keeping maddie is huge like that's a whether like we should let him go now or should have let him go now or, or keep him for later that's that's another debate but we needed like you said we need a new goalkeeper we did immediately almost immediately bring a new goalkeeper in actually obviously there were some complications whether he was coming in or not and I think that's a steal. I think that's gone under the radar a lot in Europe, and he's still a full international as well. Let's let's remember. Um, so I'm uh, so that's that. I I think overall I'm quite pleased with the window, to be honest. Yeah, um, RSP brings up a comment about Igor Silva, who's now a starting mm. right back for a League One team. 
again that's another sore topic uh my friends something that we discuss with our with our friends Marshall at Olympiacos France quite a lot um we'll never know we'll never know unfortunately but we did make good money uh from his sale yeah. and the resale from the I think he was playing for split in Croatia before and we got uh, a good a handsome percentage for him from his sale to League One so it wasn't it wasn't for nothing Let's have a look at the players then. So you mentioned you mentioned Vachlik, um with all the you know there was some controversy ahead of that. Um, yeah. We had an interesting discussion the other day about about Dolakis. Uh, I think in the end this is good for Dolakis. He has an experienced keeper next to him, and I think Vachlik, um he will get rested. I think for some league games, and I think Dolakis will so. get some games. So I think I think it's good. I think it's. Uh, is good because Vachlik's body and the issues he's had with his knees, I think he will need a rest and I think Zolakis will get some games. Sure. But I think I think the one that we haven't seen yet is is Tikinio. And that's one that I really I really hope that one comes good. I hope so too. It... Go, go, tell me. Um, I mean I love Hassan. He's a meme. He's the king of, of the good, the bad, but we needed a striker that can do it in a more reliable way and not just be the plan B that comes off. And, you know, Tikino, I feel like could genuinely maybe not fully replace El Arabi once he goes the next, uh, what if he leaves the next season, and this is all hypothetical, but he's fit to me. Tikino just feels like that next step up from Hassan where he could definitely start. And I'd be confident he'd get, he'd do a lot more. If he even, if not score, he'd be a lot more involved in the team build up and a lot more involved just throughout the game in general, whereas Hassan is, as we all know, his greatest strength is to come on and score a, a, like a easy tap in like late on or a header late on. Or a scissor uh, kick. Or a scissor kick, you know, whatever. He, he likes to do the difficult stuff more than the easy stuff sometimes. So, yeah, I, I and it's just unfortunate the way in which Takino got injured because I think we, obviously, we would have seen a lot more of him and maybe he would have impacted a lot more than he has. And obviously he's only played, what, I don't think he's has he even made made me has he even made his debut for us yet? No, he, has, has he? No, no, he hasn't played. He played in friendlies, but yeah. it's been a weird preseason, guys, because we went into preseason with that setup up front with Tikinio, Hassan, and El Arabi, and we had that again a preseason like no other before, where we were playing back to back matches, and the manager was playing four four two. Nearly every game in preseason, he lined up four four two. We never saw three at the back during preseason. We saw four four two in him trying to fit El Arabi and Tikinio together and having Hassan as the option coming on. And then Tikinio screwed his shoulder, and then everything kind of went to shit. Uh, and so the the mat, I don't know if that's. I think that's been a major contributor to some of the. You know the performances that we've seen. I think the manager had something different in his mind going into preseason and what he trained at preseason, and then the situation changed entirely. That that perhaps we we weren't ready. So I think that's that's something we need to we need to keep in mind. But Tequinho is a steal, guys. Is a market value of eight to ten million euro. If and if he didn't know the manager, he would never come. I mean, for me, it's as simple as that. 
if the manager wasn't here, if he didn't have a relationship, he wouldn't be playing for us. Mm. Yeah. I think it's that simple. I think Tiquinho is going to be a great player, to be honest. I, um, it's like almost like he's a better version of Hassan, is how we've heard him described to us by uh, some of the Portuguese. Like, very good in the air. His feet can be a bit clumsy sometimes. But, yeah. Also, I saw this just now. Ronnie Lopez is taking the number 10, and Kunde is taking number 8. Don't love that. Don't love that at all. So what number is Fortuny going to wear if the number 10 is taken? I knew that question was coming. Like this club. This Maybe club. 77, two sevens. I would literally kill Henry Onyakuru if Fortuny's had to wear 77. I will. I am. I don't, it, it, it has literally been one month. And I hate Henry Onyakuru. Like I have, it's like not even on his playing ability, but just like the hair, the goddamn, goddamn everything, the taking of Fortunis. I'm just like FM Fana. He did wear 25 the first season. If I'm not, he did, he did, he did indeed. I don't know if Markovic wears 25 though. He does. Does he wear 25 or is it the 15? I can't remember. Sure he should wear the number 26. That's a legendary well. number. Number 26. Arthur Mazuaku's number. That's who we should have signed. <laughs> the king. There was weird links with him coming back as well. People were yeah, like, I oh, know. it's a like, three-year deal. Like, Mazuaku's nah. And I'm like, no way is he coming nah. back here. No I, way. I, I, actually, I actually talked to some English journalists about that. And was like, oh, that would be a good <clears> move for you. And, and then... Two minutes later, I got an email. David Moyes apparently made a statement today about Mazuaku saying he's coming back to training in a couple of weeks and he'll be in the first team plan. So, no chance. I mean, he yep. had a good season last year. There's yeah, he did out of our league. Out of our league. I also though, so. don't know how much Mazuaku enjoyed it here. That's just a little, little something I may know on the side. Who knows? You're going to tell me about that offline, lover. I will. I will. But anyway. Do you uh, want me to read how many how many signings did we make this season, guys? Nine. How many signings? About gonna, yeah, about nine in total. I'm gonna tell you. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Let's not count the B signings, the inter one, Agibu Kamara, mm-hmm. Algasin Ba, so I'm right. Anyway, there it is. Nine signing. <laughs> you're actually you're actually right. Or no, actually you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Oh shit! But Thomas Vachlik, Ingo, Kinkue is a signing, but okay, let's say mm. B team. Yeah. Michal Kabovnik, Mamadou Kane, who's gone out on loan. Back to wait, really? Wait, 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 wait! I saw this question asked too. Like, what the hell was going on with this guy? The the Kane, uh, Mamadou Kane from Nefci. Um, he's gone back. He's, he's gone. He's gone back, he's gone gone back, back to Nefci for the season. He's gone back on yep. Loan. yep. Back what a Nefchi. waste! Why would you send him to Nefchi on loan? Like, come on, we. we... <laughs> it, was, it was it was either that or Aris, and I think Aris has already got their <laughs> midfield done. <laughs> probably, probably. Pierre Kunde yeah. was signed. Uh, Pierre Kunde was signed as a as a replacement for Madi Kamara at the time. Who knows? Who knows, guys? One day, one day, if we might see a, you know, that that midfield that we dream of of Kunde fully fit with Jan and Villa and Madi Kamara and them just bossing the midfield, 
We've talked be cool. about that before. That would be brilliant. Agibu Kamara, B team signing that I said would not be a B team player. It's going to be the same with this Inter player. Like every time the reporter's like, he's for the B team, and then they show up and they're like, oh, he could be good. Anyway. Augustine Barr was another official signing this year. Mm. Ronnie Lopez, Henry Onyakuru, Tikinio, Dimitris Pinakas, and Markovic back on loan. So those are the ins. And Cisse as well back on loan. And Cisse back on loan. Mm. Back from the loan. Yeah. Mm. I don't get the Pinakas thing. Like, why has that not been announced? Why? It's so strange. I mean, mate, you know that we never ever technically announced Madi Kamara signing. Yeah, I'm, still waiting. I'm still waiting for the announcement three years I... later. When he leaves, they'll announce that he signed and then they'll say that he'll say that he's gone. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, true. But Pinakas is weird. Like I, I is a player who really just had an amazing season in the first division gonna play with go back go back to playing with like thirteen year olds and losers in the second division. I don't know. I don't know. Also, uh, this is a good point. Did they get good sign-ins? I don't know. They signed Palacios, who is a player. Out of all of the other Greek teams, I think Aris may have had the best window. But also, they're starting six points down. I read. Did you guys see that as well? Yeah, they're gonna. Con- they're allowed to contest it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> they're in yeah, trouble. They, yeah, they can go to cast to the European Court. Yeah. Also, uh, this is true. No Liga cat signings for Panathinaikos yet. Soon, soon. And an interesting one, Lazarus Rota just became a free agent. No, he can go and play for the national team with JVS. Yeah. I think becoming a free agent means that you're automatically called up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're yeah. automatically yeah. selected. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, um, Yanis Masuras has joined Sparta Rotterdam on loan for a year. That okay. That shows you a lot about the quality of the player. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; they couldn't find him a deal all summer, and you go on deadline to Sparta Rotterdam, who are one million percent getting relegated and probably one of the worst teams in the Netherlands. Let me look at the table right now. Hold on. So there you have it, guys. Uh, on the outs, so Drager's got... So Rotterdam is the worst, the second worst team in the Netherlands at the moment. It's early, but there you go. Okay, so Masuras to Rotterdam, Drager to Nottingham Forest, Nikola Tumic has signed on loan in Lucerne in Switzerland, down the road from Labro. Lucerne. Franco Soldano is gone to Segunda as well, to mm. Fuenlambrada. Franco Soldano, we will never know. We will Godspeed, Franco. And get your party hat on. Lazar Rajelovic has gone to Leganes on a loan deal with an option. And God willing, Hassan is to follow. Hassan, the Turkish clubs are lurking. Yeah, and their transfer window shuts later. As long as he doesn't go to Fenerbahce, because then he has to play against us. and He'll score. If he goes to Fenerbahce, he's going to score against us. It will happen. It's the rule. It's the goddamn rule. But overall, I think it's a really good window. Really good window. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You just think, like, you could have given the $10 for Manolas. Why didn't... If we could have just spent, like... 
We lost you, Labrador. I think your mic's gone, but you're pretty much making a point we've we've touched on before. If you're going to give that kind of money, seven to ten million or whatever it was for Costas Manolas, then give it for a goddamn class wing back that can cross the ball into the box for your box players. That is what it is, and that about that about wraps it up, gentlemen, in terms of the ins and outs. I don't know if there's anything else we'd like to add. Before closing, Labros, your mic working? Yeah, it's working. Look at me. I am so okay. Anyway, um, I would just say good window, but it could have been like the best window ever if they had just put out the money for a big fullback. If they paid the guy, um, I was saying his name and then my mic went off. Mamadou, was that his name who went off to Genk from Lil? Uh, you His name about, does not matter. His you're name. You're talking about Mawasa that went to Bruges. Mawasa, so Mawasa, Mawasa. Yeah. So many goddamn names, but yeah, no. Otherwise, really good window, guys. If we take things all in all, it's just we have literally had a hole at fullback position for two years, and nothing has been done. But maybe Kenny Lala is going to show up, guys, and you know, we'll see. Big up, my friend, Red Emerald 76. Hi, guys. Thanks for the nice show. Team has a good program and top quality coach. Process is better than wings. Can end on that positive yeah. note. Thanks, Red Emerald. Red Emerald is with um, the Red Point Guard guys on Twitter. They run a fantastic program over there. If you guys are into basketball, check out Red Point Guard. They have great interviews. They interviewed Milan Tomic. Uh, like a couple of months back and they know their basketball really really well and the team's um, looking really good it's time to come back a lot yeah. of people who've been disenfranchised i think this is going to be a fun team this year as well yeah and on that note i think we will be reaching out to the red point guard guys again to do a little a little basketball special because the team is looking very very interesting um this season i'm, I'm with my friend excited. mustafa fall my boy yeah. Mustafa. <laughs> I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but it looks it looks good. Do you know what? Do you know what might be fun is um, what we did throughout this whole transfer season. We wrote a list. We had a list on um, a shared a shared note, and every time there was a new player linked, we wrote the player's name down. Uh, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to read all of them, but I just feel like reading the wing backs i feel you like make a team. you can read everyone like literally i was i was so, gonna say you could probably make an 11 of fullbacks we've been linked with this season oh no, it's, more than it's more than 11 it's more than 11 you can make a whole squad announcement right now so we will be doing a best 11 of the transfer targets that were on our list that we didn't get so we're going to do a best 11 on that Make sure you subscribe, hit the button, give us a like so that you don't miss that. We will do a best 11 of the transfers that we didn't make. Um, Aurier is officially a free agent, says FM Pana. Maybe Modesto's giving him a call already. I don't know. I, I feel like Olympique de Marseille could be a home for him. We'll see. Shall I read the wing backs, gents? Yeah, just read the every single oh, wing back we've been linked to. Here it oh, is, everyone. All right, okay. 
So number one, Bjorn Bjorkan from oh, Bodo yeah. Gimt. In oh, Norway. that was like the best option too. Like, wow, and, and what he, a throwback. He, he's still wow. available. I think he's still available, but, but joking, yeah, nothing yeah. happened. Mm. Uh, Piqueras. Piqueras was another one. That oh, he was a good one. You know why he went to Palmares too? What I learned was um, their left back was signed by Roma, actually. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Mojica. Mojica, Colombian. I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. It, it sounded like a bit of a lump, to be honest. Do you want to hear something funny? We were actually linked with Timikas this summer. <laughs> On loan, oh, wow. yeah. On loan. On a loan deal. Uh, Larucci, and if you know who that is, Larucci, he was linked last oh, summer. Oh, yes, yes, the he Liverpool the other, back. Yeah, the other the other wing back at, at Liverpool who was never... Yes, is that 20, he's like 21-year-old or something. Twenty, like He's a young yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, he's been in there like under twenty one team forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, some other names that Fares, Gavori, never heard of them before. Sergio Escudero, who we said signed for for Granada. Mm-hmm. Arkadius Retza, the Polish left back that signed for Spezia for yes. a whopping two million euro that we couldn't. Well, no, it was a loan option in the end, wasn't it? Loan with option, yeah. It was a loan with option. Didn't sign him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kalasinac was linked from Arsenal. Glad that didn't happen. He's a better bodyguard than a footballer. Yep. Uh, Likoyanis was linked, but he's his agent said publicly that he doesn't want to come back to Greece. No. Mawasa from Ren. Mm-hmm. Angileri from River Plate. Karbovnik, who we actually signed. Uh, Marcus Alonso. Somebody, oh, somebody explain to me, Marcus Alonso. Somebody yeah. explain to me in what universe, in what universe, Marco Alonso. I remember it too. It, if he was, if he was still at Bolton or Sunderland, then maybe, but not, not while he's playing first team for Chelsea. Uh, it's probably because like we got Marco Marin from them, so they must have been like, oh. He's no, from Chelsea too. He, he's starting for right? them right now. Yeah, no, he's starting. He's starting for them. Yeah. Ah, yes. Brilliant. Uh, Olasa. Mm. Which, uh, RSP just brought up. Mahika was great versus Atletico, apparently. Olasa has been excellent in La Liga so far this season in Segunda. Mm. Yeah. Uh, George Bodock. Another yeah. rumor that was stupid. There was no way that was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucas Piton from Corinthians. Uh, any, yeah. any, anytime I hear anything about a player from South America, it's just like, yeah, that's not happening. Unless they're already in Europe, then I don't think it will happen. It ever happens yeah. for me. Baba, uh, the guy that played yes. Falk was linked. He's gone to Reading. What else do we have? Um, and there's a couple of American kids, uh, like one from Atlanta. Yeah, I remember that. George, his surname. I can't remember his first name. Uh, and that's that's what I have on my list, gents. Oh God, it's too long. It's too long. The wingers, the the the, the attacking wingers list is longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, then I remember the first few weeks of the summer. It was literally. Um, a new name every day. Yeah. Did George, Kevin, and Kudu get a move? That's a good, good question. question. I, I have don't no know. Idea. I'll have a look now. Yeah. Good question. I have no idea. God, what a loser. But anyway, 
think that's about it, right? Should we wrap yep. up? Yeah. We're also, decent summer signings for some Greek teams. I think Steven Zuber from Ike is a decent signing. And I think Aris has spent so much money. God knows where that money has come from, but they've spent a decent amount of money. So we'll see. Mm. Also, I read that the offer for Siovas, like also Aris are making an offer for him as well. It's not just us, but I don't know how legit that is. I just read it in passing. Fair enough. I know Aris lost out on Xander Silva, but he's gone to Forest instead, I think. Yep, exactly. Xander Silva, who I always thought was decent. I thought he was. Yeah, he was all right. He was a fine player. Also, um, and Kudu's still at Besiktas, as far as I'm aware. Interesting. Star player. <sighs> All right, yeah. ladies and gents. Uh, guys, any last thoughts? It's time to go to sleep. We stayed up late for this one, but I'm getting tired. <laughs> thanks, guys. If you've, uh, if you've made it this far, thanks for watching. Thanks for following. Thank you for your support. Transfer window shut. We'll be back soon. Probably on Sunday, I think, after the friendly. We'll get to talk a little bit about that. And uh, have a good have a good night's sleep. Uh, if you're listening from far away, good morning, wherever you are. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is the Gate 7 International Podcast. See you next time. You just listened to an episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Thrilos, he said. Sto mialo kati magiko.